What is it? Well, uh, how, how does how does he do it? Oh, hello! Mm. Welcome to Al Dente Rigamortis. I'm not the review cultist. I'm Doctor Leviathan, because well, we have back by popular demand. Mikey, the E stands for evil. However, I was promised. Well, I promised myself that I'd get to kill. So no review cultist. <laughs> 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 and we have what was it this week? Um, Skyrim Secret Two, because you know sequels. <laughs> <laughs> they always work out well in creepypasta. Were you already doing the show when we did Skyrim Secret? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That must have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was better than the first one <laughs> in terms of story-wise. <laughs> All right. Well. I'm going to jump into the rundown. Oh, by the way, creepypasta, Google it. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's my show now. (laughs) Um, Anywho, so if you don't remember Skyrim Secret, um, listen to our episode on that. Um, Basically, there's an Easter egg in um, Skyrim. It ruins your fucking life. I think that's roughly the gist of it. All right. So now this time... um, we have a narrator who um, is big Elder Scrolls fan and also enjoys, you know, watching this one guy's show about, like, his YouTube show about, you know, hunting for Easter eggs um, in video games and what have you. So, this guy, he's gonna dispel the myth of the uh, Elder Scrolls Easter egg from the first Skyrim Secrets. Um, and he... He goes, and he's playing, and he finds it, and he posts his video, and our character sees it, and he shares it on the Facebook, because, you know, that's what you do. And mm. there's a huge, crazy cyber robbery of the banks. <laughs> and everyone, well, not everyone, but everyone in his family loses their money, because even his parents who probably have no interest in Elder Scrolls, watched the video about the Easter egg for an Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of turned into, instead of you watch it, it's you and everyone else who... Well, no, because it's implied that everyone else watched the link that he, like, the rest of his family watched the link he posted to Facebook. It's pretty heavily implied in this. Yeah. Um... But anywho, it goes through the various, um, you know, tiers of the curses, or of the predictions from the first one, except on a global scale. Excuse me, everyone's getting fucked up by this, um, and the kid, apparently this teenager is chosen by, well, by the lady in blue, who we actually find out backstory from, turns out she sacrificed herself to save her son back in, like, the 1920s. And, um, now she's serving this ancient evil guy. (laughs) 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 And she's been, and he's placed her in this video game to 
basically unleash the torture that is unleashed by finding this fucking Easter egg. And she's chosen this one person who doesn't even live in the same city as the guy who's posting the videos. She's chosen him to stop the guy from posting the videos. Anywho, through a bunch of fucking shit that was honestly way too boring, and I'm going to spare our audience, he finds himself at the fucking residence of Asshat, who's uploading the videos, and he's he's about to upload the last video, the one for deaths for a mass human extinction, because he's a fucking eco-terrorist. <laughs> it's like, so you're going to wipe out the human race... Pretty much. Also, how the fuck is the internet still up <laughs> with all of the chaos in this place? And there's a huge fucking cyclone, and I'm pretty... I was under the impression it fucking lifted up his house. And I was yeah. like, how the fuck is he still was- connected to the interwebs <laughs> with his house spinning around? But anywho... Some good Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, our, our narrator stops the bad guy, and you know, saves the world from mass extinction. It's still in a shitty spot, but whatever. And he's a ghost, and he follows his sister around, and she's doing well. Blah. And she's the one who typed it up, because he... In his bot or he, he was in her body, typing up, insert incest joke, and... <laughs> um... But, yeah, that's that's a really shitty rundown, which leaves you still, if you desire to read it still, there'll be lots of new shit in there for you. <laughs> Did I get all the big points? Yeah, I think you covered most of them. All right. So what did you think about Um. Well, comparing it to the first one, I thought it was a, a better story. Not really creepy, but a better story. Um, and I liked where it actually gave backstory to the the woman in the blue. woman in blue and added an evil entity, different things like that. But the issue that comes up is if you go back to the first one, he shared a section of the lady in blue with his friend, like here, lady in blue. Yeah, and he couldn't actually see it. It was yeah. just, uh, what the fuck was Static. It? Like, right, he it saw just, it, but yeah. just heard static. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, that's a continuity <laughs> issue between the two. Yeah, you're honestly, you're asking for a lot if you're hoping yeah. for continuity between two different stories, even if they are sequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the uh, issue I had was with the, the in the first one, the last curse, or whatever you call it, wasn't actually explained. It was left blank. He got out before he saw... For all we knew, it, it actually could have been a very beneficial prediction yeah. as opposed to a curse. Yeah, and then... And I, I actually really liked that because he could have abandoned the whole thing. And it could have actually been like, and now you're happy, healthy, and wealthy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that would have been I don't know. I think that would have been fucking fucked up and maybe a little dark. The fact yeah. that it could have been a benevolent prediction. Mm-hmm. And the they turn it to being death, and then I was like, 
confused because I know it going back to the first one, there wasn't any mention of death being the last of the five, so I read the last sentence of Skyrim's Secret again, and it says, maybe now it could finally give me something. Peace. Which alludes to potential death, but he didn't get the he last didn't thing. Actually, yeah, because <laughs> it, it was in a note form, and he didn't read the note. Yeah. And he assumed it was death, because that's basically the only thing left to take from him at that point was his life. Mm-hmm. But it could have been something completely different, and that's that was yeah. the cool part about the first one, and this just completely throws the, you know, curtains aside, and, nope, it's fucking death! Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think it would have been really humorous for the eco-terrorist to be, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do this mass extinction, and then, like, nope, everyone's life vastly improves. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, ah! <laughs> My plan would have worked, too, if it wasn't for those meddling kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, starting off with the first paragraph of Skyrim's Secret 2, it, it assumes that his experiences will affect the whole human race. And we, it later alludes to, well, when you finally read it, it comes like, oh, I'm going to send this out to the internet and mass human extinction. And I'm like, no. I, I look up statistics and stuff and the different facts, and less than 50% of the world's population has access to the internet. Yes, but that would be enough to prevent us from, you know... Mass extinction? <laughs> no, to prevent us from killing the planet, which is actually bullshit because, you know, when I shoot a gun at the Earth, I'm not just putting a hole in the ground, I'm hurting the planet. <laughs> to quote that movie that everyone seems to love to hate, <laughs> but I actually enjoy. <laughs> the planet's not going to die. No. Not 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 from our actions, or at least no. not from utilizing too many but resources. <laughs> we might be in a shitty situation. Yeah, yeah. But like, the planet will be fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's not going to cause... What <laughs> the main villain is doing isn't going to cause mass extinction. In fact, it maybe culls less than half of the population of the world, but... It's still... Well, yes, but also before we, um, before the hero gets to the adversary's place, mm-hmm. um, when he's in the car with his parents, mm-hmm. the, um, the video fucking uploads to the GPS in yeah. the car. That was very Hollywood-esque, because it's something that definitely can't really happen, because of the fact that GPS uses basically text to tell you, oh, well, this number, you're this, you've moved this number to this way, and all, all that. See, so it doesn't I actually read, send video. <laughs> I read that as it's just popping up on screens now, regardless of anything. Well, to me, Because I, of magic. Well, to me, I had it explained by technology. He's still using technology as the means, so he's using the satellites, but, again, you can't... 
send video data to something that's receiving text only. See, I didn't know that, and I just assumed that, no, no, this can't be right, so it must be magic. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how fuck a GPS works. All I know is other people, because I personally don't go anywhere where I need GPS, other people type things into fucking screens, and it shows them how to get there. Usually in one of the stupidest routes imaginable. <laughs> And, um, you know, but yeah, I just, just like, I don't think GPS satellites and the internet are the same thing. No. <laughs> I, I was quite certain of that. So I was like, okay, so the video's playing on magic. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was me. Yeah. Well, um, and the fact that they've added the supernatural side of it and essentially a ghost and a deity and all that side. Magic does sort of fit. Yeah, it's not the worst... Ex well, it's probably the best explanation <laughs> <Yeah>. for that. <laughs> so, I mean, at that point, it doesn't even matter if... Because, I mean, with the state that the world has to be in, I mean, dams are bursting and, you know, crazy shit's going on. Mm-hmm. Most people probably aren't checking YouTube. <laughs> no. So it has so to come from somewhere else. I'm assuming that that's why slash how the magic was taking over was like, okay, well, no one can check the internet, so I'm just going to make them watch Jumbo Chomp. <laughs> well, that explains the magic internet at the guy's house. Yeah, I still don't buy that. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, that's my breaking point. I'm just like, no, no, no magic internet. Like, because you don't even have electricity at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You're well, fucking flying around in a cyclone like Dorothy. Well, it was a laptop, so it would have wireless signal, potentially. Yeah, I'm just, I'm still not buying it. <laughs> Again, that's my breaking point. Mm -hmm. Yes. And another thing I had an issue with was uh, the description of the evil villain's house. It's described as a mobile home. And yet, it to me, it seemed rather extravagantly large from the descriptions. Like, you had living room and then this hallway to the big room <laughs> sometimes in a trailer park which i don't know if this that's what this was but sometimes when you know people who live in a trailer they will build an addition onto it i know when i was a kid we lived in a trailer and our addition or our living room was an addition onto the trailer i don't know maybe <laughs> yeah, it, it, other than that i have no idea <laughs> Well, it, it just sort of struck me as odd, considering he didn't explain there's additions to the mobile home. You're just a mobile home. <laughs> I hear ya. I'm just saying that that's the best idea I've got. Okay. Also, I have no idea what the fuck they're doing with mobile homes in these days. That's true. Hell, maybe the narrator doesn't either. <laughs> 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 Anything uh, else? Uh, another issue I had was the soldier. 
when it gets to the point where they've just been in a car accident. Oh, right. They're fucking lift across town. Yeah. Whereas they could have just had the car accident with his parents been like, you know, 15 blocks away. Yeah. You could fucking walk 15 blocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the soldier, and don't get me wrong, <clears throat> as far as I know, when military's involved, they have strict orders. So they'd probably only take them to a specific location yeah, or this walk is yourself. Where, this is where we're <laughs> taking survivors. Or like, oh, okay, we'll go with you to make sure your cousin's okay and then we'll take you all yeah. to fucking local sports arena, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh yeah, we'll drop you off not at the house. We're close, close to it. <laughs> Yeah, that that was um, fucking hard to swallow. I honestly felt while I was reading it, I felt like the car, the, the this whole soldier guy didn't need to be there. The car wreck no. should have just been closer to the guy's fucking house. Because yeah, I mean, I sort of appreciated it because oh look, the military's here. They're trying to do shit. But at the same time. It completely just fucked with everything. Because <laughs> it's like, that's not what a soldier would be like in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, do, 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 do. Back to my story. Uh, the, the fight scene. <laughs> I, I had issues visualizing it just because of how he worded the descriptions. <clears throat> like, I have an example here. Um, I was just in time to catch the main villain crawling towards me. He grabbed me by the throat and forced me back to the ground. He's crawling, somehow leaps up, grabs his throat, and drags him to the ground. Well, he <laughs> could have been, sentence. like, you know, <laughs> up on his hands and knees, and then he put him all the way to the ground, or, you but, know. <sighs> yeah, honestly, the whole fight scene was... Yeah. Yeah, and I have another example. It wasn't good. It was, I crawled towards a piece of intact wall and leaned against it. Looking to my left, I saw the villain glaring up at me with a look of rage and contempt before the floor below him was ripped away and he was gone. So, he's on the floor looking up at someone who's leaning against a wall. <laughs> that doesn't make much sense. Unless he's prone for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's just, ow. <laughs> when it got to that fight scene, I was like, oh, why? But, uh, and then the laptop. <laughs> he, he gets the laptop. He's like, oh, it's password protected. And I, I thought to myself, okay, if it's, uh, <clears throat> depending on the laptop and... There's many makes and models. Some of them have um, ways to turn off the Wi-Fi via keystrokes, which don't require you to log in. So you can do, I think it's function F5 on some of them, and it will completely disable your wireless. And that would have stopped the upload. Everything's done. Yes, but what if he doesn't know about that? Now, my solution to that problem is it's not my fucking laptop. I don't give a shit. Unplug it, take out the battery. That's true, yeah. 
problem That's solved. simple enough. Exactly. You don't need to know... <laughs> or destroy it. Because, I mean, which I didn't know about... What was it? Function F5? Yeah. I didn't know about that until you just said it. But I sure shit know where the power cord comes from, and I know where the fucking battery is. And I know how to remove both. It's pretty fucking simple. Yeah. Pointing at myself, even a monkey can do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know... That that's that's what I would have done. I'm like, oh man, password protected. Fuck, you got me. Whoa. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then the what was it? The the deity ends up destroying the laptop. As the main character puts it up as like a shield to defend against it, and it's like, well, the deity clearly didn't get the memo that that was important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shielding my face with a laptop, just as whatever <laughs> stupid formation of letters struck the force of the attack tore the computer in half and knocked me hard onto my back yep yeah i really don't understand why the fuck you did that <laughs> doesn't make any sense <laughs> all right i'm assuming that's all from you uh, no no yeah that's pretty well it um I like just that it sort of flew like a, a movie, kind of, just going from thing to thing to thing and stuff happening. So it was a good story, like, just going along, and then, kablamo. <laughs> it doesn't really fit together. <laughs> I, I, I think good might be a little nice. Well, yeah. But, um, yeah, honestly, it, it actually felt a lot like I recall. It gave me the same feeling that I got when I watched the movie, World War Z. That wasn't really a good thing. I didn't care for that movie. But anywho, before I murdered the cultist, I made him read this. And made him take notes. So we're going to see if he uh, has anything different to say. Because honestly, we might have already covered most of it. Uh, well, his first big thing is that it's it's not really a creepypasta. My argument yeah. to that is, but it has to end up on creepypasta.com because it's a sequel to a creepypasta. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like Freddy vs. Jason. Not really a horror flick. More of an action movie. Mm -hmm. But it's a culmination of two horror franchises, so you kind of got to put it in the horror genre, even though yeah. it's more of an action movie. Um, so... That, that's my rebuttal to that. Um, yeah, apparently Skyrim still doesn't need to be the game. I hear you, but again, it's a sequel, so it has to use the same shit. Um, so, you know, I spit on your grave, cultist. Yeah, he's referencing some Pulse series that I've never heard of. So I can't really argue or elaborate... So, I'm skipping through that. Um, okay. Da, da, da. This weird ending that tries to make a cautionary tale. Yeah, 
actually. Yeah, that because the... that really fucking didn't need to be there. No. Um, no. Be careful when you look for Easter eggs. Like, it's not a cautionary tale that needs to be said. Like that that that's not an after-school special that needs to exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what happens when you find a rotten Easter egg? Well, <laughs> you fucking go on with your life. <laughs> uh, that, that because me of uh, Animaniacs. Good idea. Finding an Easter egg on Easter, Easter morning. morning. Bad idea. Finding an Easter egg on Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anywho, what else is he saying about that? In this story's universe, you just had a little level apocalypse. Right before this, it's mentioned that humanity is recovering... Yeah, yeah, and he's like, or well, the cultist question, and I, I remember quite asking myself this same question when I was reading it. Um, the, the cautionary, you know, the whole like, beware when you hunt for Easter eggs. Are people even still playing, let alone making video games in this world? Like, dams bursting, horrible weather shit happening, like just all sorts of fucking. Like, it's not Armageddon, but... It's close. It's it's worldwide disaster. Yeah. Um, and are people really still, like, guts to make me a video game? I would probably say no. I feel like the construction industry would be booming, not the video game industry. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at least until people get back on their feet and yeah. the entertainment industry starts off again because although s- there would be an uprising and people like singing and dancing and stuff to lift people's spirits but that's a far cry from a video game but yeah um and surprise surprise a poorly written creepypasta is recommended by the cultist and people wonder why, when you were voted in, I had to kill him. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so that, 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 that's his um, notes, or at least what I could actually utilize of his notes, because I still don't know what the Pulse series is. Um, and I think, honestly, we've covered pretty much everything about, you know, my opinion on this. I honestly didn't like it, um, but I don't think... I think between your notes and going through the cultist notes, I think we've hit the major points that I had um, while I was reading it. It was just a fucking mess, honestly, yeah. in my opinion. Would you recommend? Um, I would recommend it, but only because it had more of a Hollywood vibe to it. If you and the whole actual actual explanation of what the evil thing is, <laughs> or the cause of, and solution to all of life's problems, apparently, because it destroyed its own <laughs> evil master <laughs> plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my stance on this is, well, because it's a sequel, if you liked the first one, read this. It's actually pretty decent yeah. world-building, like... yeah. Compared to the first one, it's a lot better. And it gives you a lot more information. Um, Gives you backstory on the original, um, Mm -hmm. whatchamacallit, and it retcons some shit, because sometimes in a sequel you gotta do that. Um, Otherwise your sequel won't make sense. But 
for the most part, it's acceptably... I just, I didn't like the first one, so I don't like yeah. this. I, I didn't like the first one either. So anyone who's, I don't know, I would say if anyone's, if you've read the first one and you liked it, you'll probably like this too. I would say that there's nothing to make you like this if you read the first one and didn't like it. I just, well, I, I didn't like the first one, but I like this one a lot more than the first one. But did you actually like it yet? Or was it just less shitty? It is true. <laughs> like, I mean, w would you read this... Would you recommend someone read this without having read the first one? Um, well, it very loosely touches on Skyrim itself, which makes it much nicer because of the whole it doesn't make sense for it to be in Skyrim issue that we had with the first one. Yeah, I mean, like, we barely have a little bit more Skyrim in this one. Um, we've got High Hrothgar, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, it didn't hurt my brain as much. But do you recommend it? <laughs> Keep dancing around the question. <laughs> You're saying everything but an answer. <laughs> I think I would recommend it. Oh, you're a horrible person. You should like the cultist. Okay. Well, somebody has so, to fill the gap now that the cultist is gone, you know? The cultist and <laughs> Mikey, the E stands for evil, both recommend it, and I don't, and that's two to one, so that means that you shouldn't read it, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, if you read the first one and you liked it, you'll probably like this. If you read the first one and you didn't like it, you might like it, but I would say you probably won't like this. I'd go the other way. I'd say that the, if they read the first one, didn't like it, they probably, probably won't. Will. I would well, say that they they'll probably... like it in comparison. Yeah, but it's not about in comparison. It's about is it good on its own. Yes. Interesting story. The fuck was that? <laughs> so if you like what you heard, <laughs> or you didn't, again... Where the fuck is this coming from? <laughs> Wait, you didn't think I'd have life insurance to be your friend? <laughs> I, I don't think he knows how life insurance works. <laughs> I don't think he knows how my life insurance works. <laughs> but yeah, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave a comment in the comment section below, wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, YouTube, iTunes, Facebook. We're both on Twitter at Dr. Leviathan and Review Cultist. Um, you can also send us an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can send us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like to suggest on the show. And if you'd like, you can donate. Uh, go to crazonstudios.tumblr.com where you can check out the title cards for each episode. And on the side, there's a little donate button. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. <laughs> Postmortem. <laughs> I'm... Still Dr. Leviathan, and I apparently have to, uh, work on how I kill people. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And so, so did you hear everything, all the nice things I said about you? I heard you leaving out all my stuff in my Did notes. you hear all of the nice things I said about you? I said a bunch of nice things about you. I didn't hear a word of This that. way you'll think the things he did hear are fake. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was really respectful about you. Because, I mean, you were dead, man. That sucked. 
Yes, the this is my show now, bitches. <laughs> that was so much better. I know. I can't believe Mikey. The E stands for evil. Said that, right? <laughs> but this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Okay, hang on a second, guys. All right, review cultists here, back from the dead again. Um, so, Doctor Leviathan decided to leave some stuff out of my notes, and I thought I would add them before I finish off the show. So, um, first things first. For Skyrim Secrets Two, it was by Sean Blevin, who was the creator of the original one, and da, 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 the deity um, that was come up with that he came up with it for this story is named Uheldig, which is U-H-E-L-D-I-G, which is literally the Norwegian word for misfortune. So, okay, my one little beef about that is that Uheldig, I mean, using a word and not changing it to make up a mythos creature or a god creature is a little lazy. Um, it, I mean, it's a cool sounding name, but I was able to like quickly, like once I heard what it was called, I decided to actually look it up online and looked up, see what its word meaning was and found it almost immediately. So I would have changed the name a little bit to make it seem a little bit more original. That's my big beef about that part. Uh, the other part, um, when regards to, uh, the whole, like it not being a creepypasta. Yeah. It's not, it is a creepypasta, because it's a sequel to a creepypasta. But it doesn't feel like a creepypasta. It feels very much like the action movie that Mikey the E Stands for Evil said. Um, that's my thing about that. And about the Pulse series. Um, and this also kind of ties into the whole Skyrim not really being needed as a game. Um, the core concept of this story works really well as just mixing modern media and tech with creepy magic mo mojo um, and having the consequences of that. So, like, in the Pulse series, or having the supernatural tamper with our technology. Like, in the Pulse series, the whole thing is that, like, the supernatural and, like, the ghost world or the, the spirits of the dead and the damned are taking over, are using our technology, our cell phones and whatnot, to grab people and pull them in. And you definitely see that kind of thing in this, especially when they're going through the town of Topeka, where it shows, like, the, um, like, the mass suicides and, like, the people mourning and, the and like, the, the troops and stuff like that. It was, a, for me, when I saw it in the, show, in, the, in the story, it was a nice, I mean, in quotes, nice. In a literary sense, it was a nice scene um, that really kind of helped the world building of the consequences of this supernatural force. So that's what I went to say about that. Um, and that's how it linked to the whole Pulse series and the fact that supernatural is infecting our technology and media. So that's a cool thing about the story. It's, again, one of the reasons I like the story. That's why I would let, recommend somebody read it. Um, so again, um, that's about it for that. Uh, da -da -da. Yeah, otherwise, he did actually say most of my stuff in my notes otherwise. Uh, oh yeah, also, I uh, curse Dr. Leviathan, curse your sudden and inevitable betrayal.
Alright, I'm back. Hi, I'm Review Cultist. Have you looked into Eldritch Life Insurance? Eldritch Life Insurance ensures that you will survive any form of attack that would otherwise be completely lethal. Simply make a pact with one of our certified Eldritch Horrors from Beyond Time and Space, and you too can experience a long, probably respawning existence. Because remember, life is fleeting. Our existence on this planet, this little dust ball, is just a second to the greater minds of the great old one. But when they eventually inherit this earth, you can be assured you will have front row seats. Eldritch Life Insurance. All the benefits of a deal with the devil, but without the loss of soul. Only your fleeting sanity. <laughs>